0: So like I say I'm U direct is an administrator but we utilize a trust company custodian. So some self-directed IRA providers are trust companies. You direct isn't but we use a trust company. So there's no difference in what you ultimately get. You your funds are placed with a trust company custodian and that's really the case for all self-directed IRAs, okay? So that's the same. So what you want to look at is again you want to you want to take a look at the persons um reviews online you want to ask people who have you had luck with you want to look at the fee schedules and how much you know how much are people going to charge the the, just the disparity the difference between what some will charge and some others is big And, and our fees are really on the low side i think that's one of the things people you know quick service and low fees people really like that about us
1: all right guys welcome again to another amazing episode today we have karen hall uh, she is the CEO and uh, of you direct IRA services so pretty much focused on self-direct IRAs uh, she has 500 million under management she has a very a, a very large array of different skills and and expertise uh, and we'll dive into that right now we'll let her uh, you know go from the beginning how did you start because I see here you you've done everything from mortgage to mm-hmm. raising capital you mm-hmm. name it so let's talk about how how you started and where you are at now. How you got there?
0: Well, you know, I went to went to college, and in college I was a journalism major, and then I switched to being a broadcasting major. So, radio, TV, and film, right? So, I became a radio announcer, and that led a beeline into real estate. You know, <laughs> but I did that. No, I'm joking. I did did that for 17 years. I was on the air and did, had fun, but you don't make any, you just don't make any real money. And so then. I got a real estate license and I started selling real estate for a year just to learn and and uh, you know and you know, long story life and I got into eventually um, after selling real estate for a year I did some property management too at the time so I managed buildings in Seattle and that was really a lesson right? having to evict people or or you know doing rentals and how does that work and what are the rules and all this so that was a great education. And then I got into mortgage loan servicing and I did that for about eight years. You know, we we called it cleaning up after the elephant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, after the loan is made and the people are gonna start making their payments, well, then what happens? And so that's what I I did. And I'll tell you, that's a lot uh, like what I do right now. And then after that, I got into loan origination, mortgage loan origination during that refi boom, uh, starting in about, gosh, oh, I can't even, how long ago was that? (laughs) 1999. Has okay. a long time, and uh, yeah, and so then rode that out for a while, and, and was in mortgage for a long time, originating. So okay, then we get the crash, right? We get the crash in 2007. What are you going to do? So in 2007, I was looking for a job after being in in mortgage, and a friend of mine uh, said, "Hey, I know some people. They're opening this this office, this financial office." I told them they have to hire you. So I went and interviewed with these people, they hired me and I opened an office for a self-directed IRA company here in Irvine. So that was going pretty well. And uh, and then I, after two years, I left and I started my own thing and I hung my own license, or not license um, because we're not licensed, so we don't need to be. But I did hang my own shingle and started a self-directed IRA company in 2009, like right in the middle of the recession, right? <laughs> and so, wow, that was something. So. I had a, a laptop and, and a borrowed desk and a borrowed chair. Just go for it. And now we have over 5,000 accounts. Like you said, Oscar, you know, half a billion under management. Um, and a lot of help, happy people that are taking their retirement money that they have right now and investing it outside of Wall Street. So that is the path that brought me here. And, and you know, you just have to stick to it. And and, and there's so much to know about real estate. And it's great you're doing this podcast and teaching people because if one thing doesn't, you know, if one thing isn't your, your bag, like maybe multifamily is for you, maybe notes are for you, you know, maybe there's, you'll find your niche. Definitely. Real estate appeals to a lot of different personality types.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And let me, let me ask you this. So you mentioned something key there. You don't need a license. Could you elaborate a little bit more as to the qualifications and, and why you, you don't need a license to do what you do?
0: Sure. So when I left uh, the other company, they, they were and just like you direct an administrator, a third party administrator for self-directed IRAs. So that's what I did. I, I contracted with a, t- a trust company custodian. And then um, I said, look, I'm gonna open all these self-directed IRAs. I know how to teach and, and facilitate and do the customer service and everything. And so I, I enlisted their services to hold the cash while I helped people learn how to self-direct. And so I just, I placed all the money there with that trust company. And the trust company is bonded and insured against theft and fraud. And that's been going on for over 11 years that we've had that relationship.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Jeremy, I see your will spinning.
2: No, no, no. I, I, I wanna get into the point the, uh the the steps on how people can do it, but I know that's gonna go f- uh, further along the, uh, the the process. So go ahead, Oscar.
1: So then, you know, you, you go through this process and you decide, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start my own self-directed IRA company. What, what steps can you tell us as far as, you know, making that transition for, from a, you know, mortgage originator to saying, I'm going to open up. And how difficult do you need your own capital to start that? Uh, what, what is that whole process?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, when you start a company, um, will you take a look at what your expenses are going to be? And I might have been able to do it by myself, but I did get some help. Um, talked to a few friends. I said, look, I need to raise a little bit of capital. And so two friends of mine helped me find the capital for my business. You know, And so I had, I had two investors and they invested with my company. And after five years, I bought them out. But it, they really, what I say is they had, they, they gave the company the gas to get the plane off the ground, and then they made a great return. And we have a great company, and so now I'm the sole owner of the company. They had a small percentage, and so they they bought in for a little bit of cash for a little bit of equity, and then I bought them out. So
2: the uh, the capital that you needed, I'm just curious, is it because of overhead? Uh, is it insurances? Is it do you need to have <laughs> uh, uh, cash reserves or?
0: Well, it, it, it was to give myself a comfort level, really that the, the funds were really to keep me alive and let me pay my own mortgage payment while I was, you know, getting it going, but somehow it just all worked out and there was enough, you know, as we, as we were getting the, the company off the ground. I also have two kids, um, who are now out of college. And, uh, so they were small or, you know, in, in junior high at the time. And so I helped them and, you know, obviously raised them and, and, uh, and so it was me and the kids and the mortgage, and we just made it happen. So I don't know. I, I don't know how we made it day to day.
2: No, I, I love this story that you say. hey, you just started, you did it. You don't know how it happened. But no. we, we, we have so many stories like that and, and that people, you know, take action and, and somehow things, you know, develop and, and, and they get bigger where... and bigger. Exactly.
0: But you know That's how awesome. it works? It's when you've got a fire inside you to really do something. And you, you know, you especially when you've got vision and you can see what the end result's going to be. And I was very clear on what I wanted to do, how I was going to do it, what it was going to look like. And and again, I'd been in the self-directed IRA industry already two years, so I knew a lot of people. And in what how else do we move forward? But it's with our friends, right? And and my friends, they stepped up, hey, this is Karen. We'd like for you to meet her. You open your account with Karen. And if it wasn't for the, the, my friends that run real estate investment co- uh, clubs and and so forth uh, believing in me because people would call in the, in the initial days and they'd say, hey, we'd like to open an account with you, but how many accounts do you have so far? And I'd be like, <clears throat> six <you> know. <laughs> <laughs> Really six. are you sure? I said, well, you know and so I just you know had to sell it and and it was the right thing to do and it's been great. It's been it's been a wonderful and, and super educational you know building kind of a of a journey
1: so let's talk about the the selling how how did you sell that right because that's not it's not just a self-directed IRA thing is when you started out, is that you know that that mindset and that limited belief that man you know I'm you know I don't
2: have anything I don't have anything for myself and now I'm trying to sell this to to a lot of people yeah. yeah,
1: or people call it "fake it till you make it," right? But it's not really "fake it till you make it" because you know you're not faking it; you're actually you have a it.
2: vision, yeah. But,
0: yeah, but you- a vision, a product I could help people. People know that I'm honest and that I care, and and I can't tell you how many people's moms' accounts I have opened, <laughs> I'm, because they know I'm going to take care of them. You know, my mom wants to open an account. Carl, will you help them? Sure, I'll help them. And so a lot of, and a lot of the real estate gurus have opened accounts with me, and I've just had amazing support and what a blessing right what a blessing but I think it has to do too understand that that when I started the company I also had all this background and all this knowledge about real estate how it works how mortgages work the whole process all the jargon I've had a real estate license in um, Texas in Washington State in California had an insurance license so I had some you know financial knowledge uh, like a, a foundation of financial knowledge but also I'll tell you what what really helped, the number one thing that really helped, I would say, is I started growing my database. I, the people who, who have been my managers and mortgage companies and things like that said, hey, if you want, if you want to do well, start." then it was a Rolodex, okay? <laughs> that's what it was mm. called. And you know, those little pay cards, but that's, it's, your, it's your database. It's who do you know? And so mm. I started building that and I would go to events and, and built my database. I have probably 120,000 contacts now, so. Wow.
1: Wow that's amazing yeah and i think you you're spot on i mean it's your network how how can you grow it how can you nurture it right how can you provide value to them and then
0: that's it no i gotta say it's how do you provide value to them because it's like okay you're nice but you know so you've got to have you've got to have that substance to back it up okay i'm nice and i can help you retire using alternative assets i can help you Use self-directed IRA accounts to get the capital your deals, and so it was you know really a substantial offer too, um, and and that really benefits people. So it was it was a marriage of all those things.
1: Okay, so let's let's talk a little bit about because m- most of our audience ha- they have heard before you know difference between self-directed IRAs and regular IRAs. But how can you? What would you say your company does different maybe from other self-directed IRAs? Mm-hmm. And and how how can you help them invest and in what you know different non traditional investments if you have any that are different from others?
0: Sure, sure. So the first thing is we don't sell any assets at all. We don't sell you an asset. It's self directed. So you come to us with the asset that you want to invest in. But we're all about education. Oh, right. So so you know, podcasts like right now, teaching is 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 the number one thing. It's so much about education, investor education. I also have a real estate investment club called orange county real estate investors association in orange county california and there's you know i'm sitting there now but i'm not at the beach you know (laughs) but it's close but we teach people like like oh you know what's a 1031 exchange what is how do i invest in adu's accessory dwelling units you know how do i you know how do i save money on my taxes so we have different speakers speak all the time so that's a side, like a side hustle, right? So I've got that over there. But with Udirect IRA services, the, what makes us different is it's really the service that we provide and how fast we provide it. Sometimes with real estate, I I, I think this is the big difference. Since I come from that background, everyone who works at Udirect comes from that background, real estate, and we know the the timing. We know timing is of the essence. You can't wait a week on a deal. You need an you know you need it now. So we queue it up. And we set your expectations. So we have three departments to help you open the account, get it funded, and then invest. And along the way, we're we're setting your expectations of what it, what it takes, what you know, what it's gonna, how long it's gonna be, what you need to, to bring to the table. For example, we need a we need a direction of investment form, simple form, and the supporting docs for what you're buying. It could be if it's a private placement, like a, like a syndication, we need the subscription agreement, right? And the operating agreement. If it's um, you're buying a house, we need the offer to purchase right? You're buying a note. We need the note. Performing and non-performing debt. We just need, we need the agreement and that instrument. And we review and uh, we don't, we're not going to see if it's a good or bad investment because that's not our place. But yeah. as long as um, it's titled correctly, as long as the IRA is actually getting an asset in exchange for the money, we fund it. So you open the account, you, you get, you bring the money into the account from wherever it may be now, then you fund that account and then you invest. And then a hundred percent of the proceeds from that asset go back in the ira and if there are any asset related expenses the ira pays them
1: Hmm. so so let me ask you if someone comes to you and say it says you know i want to do a self-directed ira but i don't know what to invest it in do you assist in Because probably they're looking for a private investment or or something to to accelerate their their gain right um so would you, is that something you help provide them? Hey, look, you know, obviously non-committal, but we have these opportunities for you if you are interested, is that something you do?
0: Well, what I'm going to say, if someone asks me that question, is that first off, how much money do you have to invest? And they say, oh, I don't even have an IRA. Then I say, well, hey, and then make a contribution because you'll probably get a tax break. You know, pay yourself instead of the IRS, start an IRA. So today it's, it's the month of November right now. So if you make a contribution today for twenty uh, for this year, then after January 1st, you can make a contribution for next year. So now you've got two contributions, which if you're under 50, would be 12 grand that you have in just a matter of a couple of months. If you had the money to put away and contribute, you could do that. Let's say, or maybe you used to work somewhere. A lot of people have changed jobs. You can take that old 401k and move it over. So that's, it's how much do you have to work with? But then I would say, if you're looking like, what do I invest in? find a meetup group. I mean, God, listen to your podcast, listen to what are people doing. And then you need to really feel people out for who do you trust? Because when you're investing, it's not just finding the asset, it's finding it's in a, if you're going to invest with someone, can you trust them talk to people who've invested with them before? Does the asset sponsor perform Do the investors get paid back? That's super important. And I want to tell you too that there are websites like and if, you know, you can email me and I'll, and I'll say this again if you want. But it's called finra and nasa with an extra a and there's the sec website and even aarp where you can type in the name of the asset sponsor and see if they've been barred or suspended or ever you know slapped on the for um, their dealings you know, as a broker dealer so you can check you can check out that for secured investments you know for sec approved investments like like private placements so Google them. Go on, you know, some forum like Bigger Pockets or just on, on, you know, social media, and say, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think?" And let the community respond. Uh, that's what we can do right now. And then and and check them out, and then go for it because there's so many opportunities, so yeah. many.
2: So let's say, and I'm curious. Let's say, for example, I have a, a 401k or a, a TSP. We have had a lot of uh, military followers as well in uh, in the audience. Uh, so I have a, a regular 401k, uh, a TSP or whatever, and I want to uh, start a, a, a self-directed IRA and I want to invest it. Like I have these, this, this uh, multifamily deal that I'm trying to uh, put my money into. What, is, what does the process look like? Um, where do I start and what is the timeline? How, do, how long does it take for me to start it and actually be able to deploy that money uh, to invest it?
0: yeah the timeline isn't that it's all about the timing it really is so if you're in the military presently they won't let you move your TSP but when you leave the military then you can do what's called a rollover so you can roll that money over into the T you know from the TSP into a self-directed IRA so that's the first thing so you open an account takes 24 hours then once your account's open you contact your if if it's a rollover you contact your previous employer's administrator and say hey Please roll my money over into an IRA, and they say okay, and we give you the details, and the money gets moved over. And in that case, when it's a previous employer plan, it can take up to ten days, so expect that. Okay. And then, uh, so that's going to happen. So while we're waiting for the money to come over, then you can be, you can give us your documents. We're going to review them, um, take a look, make sure everything's vested correctly, and so forth. And once we get everything put together and get it all, then we're going to submit it for a final compliance review you get approved and then we just sit there wait for the money to clear and as soon as the money's available then we we send it out by you know check or wire or whatever you know as you direct see yeah.
1: that's awesome i love that it's yeah. like
0: if you when the day you open the account the fastest we've ever done it in fact the fastest it's been done in the industry to my knowledge and i do sit on the board of directors for the retirement industry trust association so we 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 have this conversation you know at the at the cocktail party afterwards the fastest ever is four days from opening to, to a funded deal because we're waiting for that money to come in, you see? So yeah. four days is the fastest in the industry that, that I've heard of. But typically it'll be a week or so, you know, if we're waiting for the other money.
2: Got it.
1: So what should people be looking at as far as, you know, hey, this uh, self-directed IRA is legitimate or not? Because obviously you don't need a financial... Uh, license. And personally, right. I've seen some pretty uh, crazy episodes on uh, American greed. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so yeah. we should people look at
0: so, so, okay, here's the thing. So, so like I say, I'm you direct is an administrator, but we utilize a trust company custodian. So some self-directed IRA providers are trust companies, you direct isn't, but we use a trust company. So there's no difference in what you ultimately get you, your funds are, placed with a trust company custodian and that's really the case for all self-directed IRAs okay So that's the same. So what you want to look at is again you want to you want to take a look at the person's um, reviews online, you want to ask people who have you had luck with you want to look at the fee schedules and how much you know how much are people going to charge the the, dis, the disparity the difference between what some will charge and some others is big and, and our fees are really on the low side. I think that's one of the things people, you know, quick service and low fees. People really like that about us.
1: Nice. Okay. Awesome. And then as you as you've progressed through this journey, you know, where do you see yourself in the, you know, in the next year, in the next few years? What are your short-term, long, term goals?
0: What's my five-year plan? Yeah. <laughs>
1: or your short term, whatever is short term. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: Short term is to take my dog for a walk. But my long-term, my long-term goals. Our, um, uh, you know, it's, we, we've got a wonderful team. And so perhaps to expand that team, and, and I know that my team, they have goals of things that they wanna do and, and maybe in a different city or something like that. So, you know, just, just, just to continue to expand, offer services, offer education, and there's no limit to how much uh, of that you can do, especially with the internet. In fact, I have plans in the works right now to um, uh, two really big projects um, one, and, one, and they're both about education. They're both about investing, uh, investor education. So, that's, those are my plans to just keep people educated. I got to tell you, because the, the number one thing about self directed IRAs um, is, is, again, making sure that you're making a good investment, and that's due diligence. Uh, listening to a podcast like this, you know, you talk to a CPA or talk to me, how do people do due diligence? And I've mentioned some of the websites you can go to. Because when you lose money, what happens is, you know, you don't get to write it off, right? Mm-hmm. Self-directed IRA loses money. So, just really talk to people. Make sure that you feel like you're making a, a you know, a good investment, um, and that you feel really good about it, and that you can see from beginning to end before you pull the trigger and send your money.
2: What out. type of assets uh, besides, let's say, well, we focus on real estate, but what other type of assets can people invest in uh, besides real estate?
0: Yeah, it's, so much of it is tied to real estate, right? So, but there's yeah. precious metals. So that wouldn't be like collectible coins. It would be, it uh, has to have a certain level of purity. So it would be like um, you know, gold or palladium or platinum or silver. And you can you can invest in those with a self-directed IRA. And then take, uh, the, then we store those metals. So we custody the assets. And that's what we do. We have custody of the assets. There's notes. Um, your IRA can be the bank and lend money to people. And your IRA can also buy performing and non-performing debt, you know, buying paper, right? I'm sure you're familiar with that. And of course, that paper is usually tied to real estate. Um, But even factoring, like accounts receivable, um, there may be a private placement that's invested in factoring and you invest in that private placement. So in equity.
1: That's really interesting. So you could do a self-directed IRA and pretty much do private hard money lending through your IRA.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can. As long as the... Google.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, I I just learned something new because I had I knew you could do buy notes or things like that, but I, I wasn't. I mean, everyone has different strategies you could do. So that's why it's self directed. You're flexible with that money, and how as long as you're making a return, right? So, wow, yeah. that that's pretty good. So let me let me ask you as far as you know. Obviously, and we talked about it beforehand. We're not going to dive into politics or any of that. But you know, how does the upcoming Uh, Results affect uh, self-directed IRA. Is there any benefits to it? Uh, Do you see something maybe going away? What do you see being in? Okay.
0: Well, since we the election hasn't really been officially called yet, I'll say that if it's Trump, Trump is super pro retirement, uh, pro saving. In fact, when the tax plan was passed last, four hundred one k's were kind of on the chopping block and. In a sense, and there's also something called Rothification, where everything was going to turn into a Roth IRA, and all that got, you know, they said, you know, Trump's like, no, we're not going to do that. Leave it as is, you know. Being able to save for retirement is too is too crucial. And what I'm hearing about the Biden plan is one of the things is he would like to make uh, 401ks more inclusive uh, and include um, uh, part-time employees, not just full-time, but part-time employees. Oh. in 401k plans. So that's not a self-directed IRA, but that's a, you know, a, an employer 401k plan. Um, also, instead of giving you a tax break for contributing to a retirement account, the Biden administration um, says, or the, the plan is saying that what they would rather do is you don't get a tax break, but instead you get a tax credit. So, I mean, that's a technicality, isn't it? But you, you get tax, but then you get a credit. So that we'll see how that works. And right now, these this isn't in stone yet, um, but that's some of the, uh, of the ideas that, that, that they've alluded to. Also, uh, the Biden administration is also looking at a, um, uh, we call it a catch-up contribution. When you, when you, once you're over 50, you're 50 or older, you get to put a little bit more away. You can, you can contribute more to a retirement account. So they're talking also about in, in, in the Biden administration about adding a catch-up contribution for um, care workers. So if you're a, a care provider and you're helping people and you're not going to be able to really store away a lot of money. You, you, it's it's hard to work, especially if you're taking care of somebody. So you so you would get the benefit of being able to put more in your retirement account than other people because of your service.
1: Oh, that's really good facts. No, we, we appreciate that. That was very, very. Uh, how can I say this? Balanced? Not, not balanced. Not by saying say. No, that was very good.
2: I'm I'm curious to ask you because uh, Oscar talked talk about the. Um, uh, hard money lending, right? If you basically become the the bank at that stage, and you and you lend your money, um, can you talk to us about taxation at that point?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you are um, investing by making loans, and by the way, I know some really successful um, investors who started off making micro loans with the Roth IRA, and I know one that's built his Roth up to a million dollars. How would you like a million dollars tax free money? Yeah. Are you- making little micro loans on 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 mobile homes okay and the, and he would buy the debt and sell it and, and make micro loans so that that's a that's a story for another time but any proceeds that come back into an ira or a 401k come back tax-free in a roth if you meet the qualifications which is five years or you know you meet two qualifying um you know road road posts or whatever milestones Tax free in a Roth or tax deferred in a 401k or a TSP, uh, you know, 403b, 457, um, traditional SEP, simple IRAs, all that is tax deferred. So, you, you, you typically with that today, you get a break when you put the money in. As long as you don't make too much money, you get a little tax break now. The money is in there and you get to compound faster because you're not taxed until you actually withdraw the money. So, until you withdraw the money, it is not taxed. So you, like you, you, you make an investment, you get your proceeds back. Well, 100% of those proceeds can go back into the next deal. So you don't you can use all the money you just earned in that deal for your next deal. It's not diminished by tax, so you can compound faster. And that's one of the great things about using a self-directed IRA, is that ability to compound your earnings.
1: Nice. That's really And you don't cool. pay
0: tax until so you take the money out.
2: That's nice. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> love it.
0: I see the wheel right.
2: in your head no yeah, yeah. I, I have a i have a friend of mine that uh uses her uh, 401k it's not um and that's why i asked the question because she does i wouldn't call it micro loans because what she i mean she lends like really small amounts of money mm-hmm. uh and then she gets it back but it's with her 401k um and and it, it was it was pretty interesting because actually i'm going to give her that idea and be like hey you can actually do better than what you're doing right now uh, yeah. Because she, yeah, she lends it to friends and then it comes back with a little bit of interest and she puts it back. Uh, but that's pretty interesting. So I love yeah.
1: it. And then due to, due to COVID in the situation, and maybe I'm misunderstood, but is it correct that right now you can roll out of a 401k, pull your money out and not have to pay anything?
0: Uh, <laughs> well, yes and no. So that's called, what you're talking about is called the CRD, the Coronavirus Related Distribution, and that's part of the CARES Act. So until December 30th, okay, you can take $100,000 out of a 401k, but that would be as a loan that has to be paid back to the 401k. Gotcha. Or if it's an IRA, you can take it as a withdrawal. So if it's an IRA, what happens is you take the withdrawal, you can take, you have to have that much money in your account to start with, obviously, but you can withdraw that up to $100,000 if you've been affected by coronavirus. Now, a lot of people have, maybe you lost your job or you got sick or something like that. So there's that Burden of proof is on you to prove that you were affected and that you're eligible. But if you're eligible um, with the IRA, you take the money out, but you don't owe tax the first year. So if you took money out like a withdrawal in 2020, when you pay your 2020 tax, you have to uh, pay the tax on whatever you withdraw. But with the coronavirus CRD thing, you get three years to pay that tax. Okay, so you can like you can pay you know thirty three thirty three thirty three thousand dollars you know tax on that on the money that you took out. But it is a withdrawal and uh and you do pay tax.
2: And I can't I can't talk uh I mean personal experience because I took my TSP. I, I withdraw my TSP and I know that I gotta pay in three years I gotta pay the taxes on that. Um yeah. and, and I mean for the listeners out there, it's a pretty easy process. Uh it took it took actually like two days to get the money. <laughs> uh so yeah, if you if you need the money, I invest it in something else and yeah.
0: Well, you know, if you need the money, that's one thing, but I got to say, this retirement money is so super precious. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to stick money away for retirement. If you're limited in how much you can contribute because you are limited, growing a retirement account is the best thing you can do. And the minute you take that out, that's precious money because you can't just slam it back in there. You can't put it back. Yeah. Yeah. So really make sure before the retirement account is the last thing you should touch.
2: Exactly, yeah. or yeah, I don't, I don't want to say that you know I did it and hey, go ahead and do it. It's just yeah, okay, that's I cool. had a plan to retire to to reinvest it in our business. Yeah. Uh So yeah, that's that that was the plan. But it, the process is pretty easy, uh, if anybody's uh, looking into. It.
0: Yeah. yeah, and, and there, you don't normally you would if you're under fifty. So so that's true. But I mean, only take it if you really need it. Yeah. yeah. Definitely the, gonna need
1: it the, the only reason I really ask is because I. I wasn't following completely, but I knew the CARES, CARES Act had something like that. And I was curious to see if you could just roll out now from a you know, uh, IRA, a traditional IRA or Roth IRA into a self-directed IRA and not have to pay any withdrawal fees or any of that. Because it would be beneficial if people wanted to do that. And if, if it was the right time right now, then people should know that it is the right time right now.
0: But when you do a transfer of an ira or a rollover from a previous employer plan there's it's not a taxable event so just to say that's one thing um, okay. when, you, when you want to put money in a, in a in a self-directed ira the movement from one custodian like maybe td ameritrade or charles schwab or something into a self-directed ira there's no it's not a taxable event as long as it's direct it goes from custodian to custodian I, I, this coronavirus related distribution is obviously something else that's pulling the money out for your personal use that is yeah but if oh. when, when it's a custodian to custodian transfer yep.
1: no tax. Mm-hmm. oh perfect even better yeah that's good to know see yeah i was thinking that you had to pull the money out and then move it into a into a self-directed ira but that yeah. that is awesome to know then and it goes
0: directly well you
1: don't you worry you can do it where you touch it you can have what's called a 60-day
0: 60-day rollover where you can take the money and put it in your in your bank account. Have it as long as it, it's in a, a retirement account within 60 days. You're not taxed, but you can take a mini loan to yourself for 60 days, and whatever you don't put back, you get taxed.
1: Nice, that is awesome. All righty, German, you got anything else?
2: No, no, I, I love the information. I like the fact that uh, that I mean, it's the, the process is easy, mm-hmm. uh, and and very very interesting. I love it. I have some things
0: that I might add if it's okay, unless we're out of time.
2: No, 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 no. Go ahead.
1: Whatever you want to say.
0: Well, I think that if if you're trying to build your personal wealth, right? Aren't we all? And you don't have a lot of money right now, but you've got uh, the ability to put deals together. Maybe maybe you're going to be a bird dog, or maybe maybe you you can wholesale. Maybe you know you've got some skill. Remember that even if you're not building your own retirement account you can go to other people if you've got a skill in real estate and say hey look i'm doing this project i need investors and or hey i'm into the, i found this property i'm 50 percent into it i need a 50 percent partner do you want to use your 401 you know your your self-directed ira to to partner with me so understand that that self-directed iras aren't just a way for to save for retirement it's also a way to use other people's money right opm yeah. and have other people invest with you They're, they'll die, you won't believe this, $31 trillion pool of money to draw from in American retirement accounts. So if if somebody says, well, what, my IRA can't invest in a house, that doesn't make any sense. What are you talking about? Um, It's like, yeah, you can, and you've been able to do it for 45 years. So a long, long time. So just know that IRAs are a source of capital for your deals as well.
1: No, absolutely, That's, that's great information right there. No, thank you so much, and we we appreciate all the information you provided. So, if you can, let the audience know where can they find you, how can they reach you, and open up an a self directed IRA account.
0: That's right. Do that today. It's um the, our website is the letter u u direct ira and we're all over social media. You can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. What what else is there? I mean, we're everywhere. And so, what you can do um is. You know type and then there's a community of, of like minded investors, uh, we have a group on on LinkedIn called self directed investors networkers. Uh, and we've got 1000s of people on that group so you can join and so not only you can you reach me through our website, but you can also, uh, you know, click in and connect with other self directed IRA investors on social media.
1: No, that's awesome. Thank you so much, and yeah, people go ahead and flood her website if you can, and leave us a five star review. And I'm just gonna say this too: if you if you're into the financial freedom, independence, retiree movement, whichever movement you're a part of, well, all you're doing is paying down debt, but not accelerating your your investments and your wealth, then. All you're really doing is paying down debt. <laughs> yeah. So you need to realize that, and there are other avenues other than normal, traditional stock and bonds. And while mm-hmm. we always promote real estate, I mean, self-direct the RA is a clear way into other non-traditional investments, notes, you name it, minerals. I-, I can only imagine that the the flag is open into anything. But yeah, so we're we're out, and thank you so much for for coming on. We really appreciate it.
0: Thank you.